no, it's stupid. And the person who made it stupid and everything about it's stupid. Just the company that made it stupid. Whoever put that out is stupid. Everything about that toy is dumb. Yeah, like, ugh. <laughs> Aren't you glad you are not on the brainstorming, George? I, I should have skipped week two instead of week one. <laughs> Hey, Toy Family! Welcome to Season 3 of the Marsham Toy Hour, where we discuss anything and everything designer toys. I'm Gary Ham. I'm Teresa Hawkins. And I'm George Gaspar. Welcome back, George. Thank you. How was the vacation in Florida last week? Uh, started out terrible and ended okay. No, <laughs> Every, everyone at work was sick. And oh, yeah. I was like dreading it because I was around like every single person at work was sick, coughing, sneezing, like just dying. And I was like, no. So then, <laughs> of course, the second I'm, I get on the plane to leave, I just feel it coming. The nose is twitching. Uh-huh. The sneezing started. I'm sure the guy next to me was like oh, hating life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you were sick. Oh, yeah. Walking around uh, Disney Hollywood Studios was awful um i ended up having to leave the group early because i was just like i can't do it anymore guys that sucks uh but it was just two days of two days of walking sickness and then i was okay but then i got everyone else sick so oh yeah well spread the love yeah spread the love (laughs) well george um i want to know did you dress up as a disney princess uh no why why would i do that (laughs) (laughs) What what kind of question is that (laughs) <laughs> because it's Disney and it's what you do. You could have uh, dressed up as I, Disney Prince. Yeah, I don't. I don't think adults are allowed to dress up when they go. Uh, why not? That's that's on my wish list if I ever get to Disney. I'm totally gonna dress up. No, adults aren't allowed. Honestly. Seriously. Yeah, it's it's uh, because what if you're a molester of some sort and you're dressing up as a princess and all the kids are coming over to you? Makes sense. As far as I know, adults are not allowed to dress up in in Disneyland. You're not you're not allowed to cosplay inside Disneyland. Dream crushed. Well, Kids are. That's that's just something you don't have to pack for next designer con, Teresa. <laughs> More space for toys. Well, I'm sorry you were sick. Oh no, it worked out okay. I was fine. Listen to this part, the best part of the vacation I forgot to tell you about. So we went, you know, we went with the Tollsons. Um, and they booked their flights and we booked our flight to match theirs so that we, you know, we were coming back on the same one and everything. Yeah. And, uh, it was, it was a Friday flight, eight o'clock at night, uh, flight one thirty one, And we, we all go Friday morning to bring our luggage to the, you know, to the hold place where they hold it for you for the day. So you can have one last day in Disneyland and they can't find our, they can't find Jessica and I's itinerary. Oh no. And we're like, what? And so we're, you know, I'm pulling up this stuff on my phone. It turns out she and I had booked ours. It's the exact same flight time, the exact same flight number, just the day before. Oh, no. So we had missed our flight by a day. Oh, my gosh. That's and awful. ended up so we ended up having to come back the we had, like we got the first flight we could which was the next day again at that same time same flight number for some reason they have the same time and flight number every day of the week yeah huh. that's how yeah, airlines do that yeah um and so i had never gotten we had never gotten like the the email check in like confirmation nothing like they like they just didn't even contact us about it 
And so we didn't know we, we went the wrong, we, we went the wrong day. We ended up having to go home a day late by then. Like Jessica was sick cause she was, she had caught oh, it from gosh. me. So it was just like, it was a nightmare. The end, the end was bad. The, the beginning was bad. The middle was great. Man. Happy new year to you all. And then it was coming right back to work. So it was like, we we're supposed to be home on like a Saturday morning and said, we're all home Sunday morning. And then it was back to work on Monday. Oh, you need a day or two to relax after vacation just to go jump. Right yeah, it was back. rough. Yeah. And not that I should complain. We still had a week at Disneyland, which was awesome. Disney world <laughs> or Disney world. Sorry. Well, how was your week, Teresa? This week? I don't know. <laughs> As opposed to, I don't know, another week. You know, I'm, I'm like, obviously in like Friday mode, but no, it's been fine. You know, though, okay, we always talk about stuff that like, okay, can I just talk about something that's been bothering me for like forever since TCON? <laughs> sure. Have wow, a, yeah, of course. Have, have a lay down on the, on the couch here. Okay. Let's, I need like a little, a little, a little mini therapy session because, okay. okay. This has been bothering me. I've been wanting to say something about it uh, and mention, but so way back at Decon, we, we were like wearing our shirts thinking like maybe people might recognize Marsham Toy Hour and come up and talk about the podcast. But anyway, on the first day when we were walking around at the beginning of the day, this girl had stopped me and I believe her name was Sarah. And I pray to God I'm not getting your name wrong because then I just need to, come <laughs> and need to apologize for a whole other thing. But like she came up to me and, and introduced herself and said, hey, she liked the podcast. And then Scott Catler came along, and I had the whole moment of not realizing who he was because he had long hair and all of that. And by the time Scott and I said hi and I turned around, she had left, and I felt so terrible. Oh, no. Because I really wanted to talk to her and say hi and introduce her to you and all that kind of stuff. So I want to formally apologize to Sarah, our listener, and I hope you're really na- named Sarah. But... Um, <laughs> That I was terrible. I feel like a terrible person. I really didn't want to talk to you. So next time you're at an event, let me know. It has been weighing on my mind literally since you got. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, if it's the Sarah, I think it is, who is a huge toy fan and knows, you know, is, you know, I follow her on Instagram. She's She collects a lot of stuff. If it's the same Sarah, she'll understand. She knows conventions. She knows how it gets at conventions. It's hard to, it, it's hard to do that stuff. Yeah, it, it's just one of those things where, like, it was very cool, and, like, in the moment, it was crazy, and, like, I hate that. Like, I hate feeling like I was, like, a crappy person, and I'm like, no, like, I really, I really didn't, I really didn't want to do that. I really didn't want to talk to you. Like, I wasn't trying to ignore you. It was just crazy, Tam. So, yeah. anyway, Sarah, if you're out there, I love you. Come talk to me. We will talk. <laughs> she walked away thinking you're a real jerk, probably. Right? <laughs> I don't want to be a jerk. Yeah. Uh, it's that Catholic conscience, that Catholic upbringing has like this internal guilt that applies to me and it just won't go away. So, so you just mentioned guilt right there. And I, um, I think it's awesome and it's sweet that, I mean, it says a lot about you as a, as a very thoughtful person that this bothered you for so long, but Sarah will definitely forgive you. And it's, it's really a pretty innocent situation. I think what I thought you were going to bring up is what happened last night. And, you know, you did your first waffle last night and you were completely mental over it. I think that's what you need therapy for. You want to discuss that? You want to air? Wait, what? A waffle? That's, okay, let's, uh, how do we explain this? So, George, there's this, yeah. there's this group on Facebook. It's called the Urban Vinyl Toy Group. Yes. And it started up maybe less than three months ago. And essentially what it is, it's kind of like a raffle site, but they're called waffles. And what it is, it's a great place to 
eh, I, I don't want to say flip your toys, but if you have toys that you want to sell, it's a great way for someone else to get it very cheaply. And what it is is, let's say you have a toy, the current market value is, say, $200. You put it up on the, the Waffle site, but you offer it up to 20 people to then buy in at $10 each. So essentially, you have a great opportunity to get a $200 value toy for $10. And, uh, you know, the group is becoming widely popular. There's almost, almost 900 members, and it's really blown up. People do that? Like they try for a raffle ticket for 10 bucks? Oh, yeah. There's been people doing it for up to $50. Wow. And then, yeah, and then when it fills up, they had it, you know, send it to the queue. It's done very professionally. It's you know, handled by uh, several, I don't know, I think maybe eight or ten administrators, and it's all. And they don't take a cut. This, they're working hard. They do this daily. Uh, they help people figure out pricing. They put things in the queue. It's there's tons of rules. I mean, it's it's very well organized. But anyways, Teresa did. She's like, I'm going to try this, and she so she did her first waffle last night, George, and she was texting me out of her mind. Like, Now, wait, did you buy what? in for a waffle okay. or did you sell a waffle? So I, I, I sold one. So, George, okay, I've been in this group for, I don't know, probably around the time they first started. But anyway, I've, I've been in the group but just kind of hanging back, like hanging low, like trying to understand the rules and like watch how it works. But I haven't really been like actively participating but for some reason, last night, you know, I'm flipping through Facebook, my little newspaper, and I saw this post from that group of someone saying, I really hope someone sells this type of toy. And I was like, oh, I have those. And, like, I've been thinking about selling them. So, like, I just went on and commented. I was like, well, I guess I could waffle mine. And, like, all these people were like, yes, 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 yes. So I was like, all right, am I doing this? I messaged Gary and I was think I might be doing my first one. And he's like, what? And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So like learning the rules, whipping up a post, taking photos, doing everything I needed to do. And so like, I'm scrambling. I'm like, I'm doing this. Like, what am I doing? And I had like no idea what to expect. So I'm like, to the best of my knowledge, I'm setting up my post, determining how many spots I want, all that kind of stuff, compile it, submit. And so I'm thinking like, I don't even know if I'm like, did I even do this right? Is it even going to go through? So like, I messaged Gary and I'm like, all right, I did it. What's going to happen? So no, George, Teresa texts me and says, okay, it's live. Like, it's like, no big deal. Okay, it's live. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go. I just, I went and checked immediately. And uh, it was, it was crazy. So as Teresa would say, it was bananas because, so she had her post, it was up and she had 20 slots available. And I'm looking at the, the comments and they're coming in rapid. People are yelling like, it, I want slot 10. I want slot 11. I want slot 15. And it felt like, Within 30 seconds, these 20 slots filled up. And where I think Teresa needs the the help, because she was (laughs) losing her mind. I mean, she was not prepared for this insanity. It was like like so much adrenaline, George, because literally I'm sitting there and I get the little notification on my Facebook that my post was approved. So I was like, all right, like, let me go check it out. And I click it. But then like literally I had it both open on – like I was looking at it on my laptop, but obviously I also had my phone next to me and both my laptop and phone started going nuts. The amount of <laughs> notifications I was getting all at once, I was like, holy shit, what is happening? And I'm sitting there and literally they're freezing. Like there's so much going on and trying to pop up on these screens that the screens keep freezing on me. And I'm trying to sit in there and like when I'm, you have like this list in your posts where you're it's a numbered list and you're supposed to fill in names for the number they've picked. So I'm sitting here trying to like go through (laughs) 
And I have like one person added and it's already getting capped. Like people are already filling all the spots. And I'm just like <laughs> Wow. It was, it was, I was at home just laughing my ass off watching it. And I was bummed that we didn't we should have recorded your first one. How cool was it this was, thing you were selling? What was it? It was a course toy. Oh, uh, okay. But still, like, in my head, I thought, I'm going to post. It'll be there. I'll get a comment here and there. No. It was pandemonium, ridiculous. Like, I just was not prepared. And thank God there was an admin there, bless her heart, who helped me. I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, how do I digest this? And so, like, I'm adding to the thread, like, oh, my gosh, first time doing this. Bear with me. Give me a sec. And then she's, like, messaging me. He's like, you're good. Here's your list. I already got them all filled out. I'm like, how did you do that? <laughs> how do you already know what everyone got? Like, it's literally been five seconds. How did you follow? Wow. But it was. So can you get more than the amount of people on it? Like, no. can you make a ton of money no. or no? No, it gets no. Capped. it's capped. Once all the slots fill, it's over. And then it gets sent to queue. And then with another crazy thing is George. So it fills up the queue. And then you have to let everyone know, okay, pay. And then all of a sudden, in the same thread, everyone starts taking screenshots of their payment to you done through PayPal. And so then once that's done, then it goes to Q and they do the whole raffle. They use a website to you know professionally do the pick the winner. But it was crazy. I mean, it. Uh, granted, for my first one, like I didn't know how I was going to go. And I did not expect that at all. So what, it started at 10, by 11, not even by 11, maybe by 10.30 or so, I had already had all the numbers selected and payment and had put it in the queue to, to run. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was crazy. That's awesome. What a great first It was a try. rush. But. I know. I mean, it was, it was exciting. But for the rest of the night, I was, like, so on edge. <laughs> so much so. Let's get to the real heart of the matter here, Teresa. How did you sleep? My- how did you sleep? I, oh, God, I slept so bad. George, I texted, <laughs> I, I messaged Gary in the morning because I told him, I was, I need to go to bed. But my heart, it was just so. You were just so like, pumped. <laughs> well, it, but it was partly like the anxiety of like learning the new process. And am I doing this right? And did I collect the right people? And did they send payment? And am I putting this where I'm supposed to? And did I? It's like, oh, it was just one thing after another. And then like, I could not calm down. And so when I finally went to bed, I guess it was like what my brain decided it wanted to focus on. But like, I literally had dreams, nightmares about <laughs> the waffle. <laughs> oh my God. But like, it was like people coming at me saying, cause like you have to post photos, but you need to post with like a, your name and the date written with it to like prove that it's you and all that. So like I was having these dreams. People were coming at me and saying like, I photoshopped my photos and I don't really own the product and like <laughs> just all these stupid things that obviously wouldn't happen. But it's like it it, <laughs> it caught in my head. I woke up. I was like, oh, my God, I, I dreamed. I dreamed about my waffles. And it was, and she described it this morning as one of, you know, George, you ever had those nightmares where you know it's a nightmare. You know it's a dream, but you can't shake it. Like even after you wake up. And you put yourself back to sleep. It's still pestering in your mind. It's still there. It was like one of those annoying type of dreams. Oh, man. I don't know if you're cut out for this waffling, Teresa. <laughs> it's, whew, Or man, at least some prep next time, I guess. Well, now that, like, I know what it can be, it helps some. I don't know. I did not expect it at all. And, like, there's apparently, like, I'm still learning, but, like, certain rules about, um, like, you can limit 
the amount of numbers someone can select in the first hour or not allow someone to cap, meaning someone could go in and just type the word cap and take whatever spots are left. Yeah, so it's changing. They're, they're, like, they're constantly they're, changing the rules and stuff. Yeah, so there's lots of different, like, I guess, things you can do. But, like, I didn't do any of those because obviously I'm still learning. So, <laughs> but it was quite a quite a process and it was fun. I'm glad I did it. But holy moly. Uh-huh. It was not what I thought it would be. I, I was proud of you because I don't. I didn't think it was something that you were going to do. I know you've already sort of struggled with the idea of selling something you own and just this being a new thing and like a lot. Of, I still don't fully understand it all, even though there's a lot going on. Like the admin is doing a really great job of trying to avoid it just becoming a flipper site. Like they say that it's less about flipping for a buck and more about the respect for the art. And I hope that's true. But there are cases where I feel like. Some flippers are getting in there, and but they say if you enter a, a waffle, um, if you you know if you're selling waffles, you also have to enter waffles yourself. Like you have to maintain to give back to the community, and they're always doing giveaways. And people who miss out on waffles who didn't win a waffle, sometimes they put up a new waffle just for losers, like like a free entry as a loser. Like they're really good about trying to build the community there, and so it's been good. But I I have seen some. Pretty crazy waffles going on. So just this talking about it makes me want to go check it out. So you should cool. check it out. Like, well, here's here's an example of the one that I saw. It's happened two days in a row. There have been, uh, you know, what the Gorillas toys are, George, that were produced by Kid Robot back in like, I don't know, like 2005 or 2006 somewhere in there. Oh yeah, I love those things. Okay, so these were not highly sought after toys like 12 years ago or whatever. But you know, I picked up a set in a uh, KR uh, Kid Robot annual fire sale for only five dollars each. So I get the whole set for twenty bucks. Oh yeah, I remember that. Okay, so remember what we paid back then. And so now, two days in a row on the waffle site, I've seen CMYK Gorilla sets go for five hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. Yeah. And what's funny enough is I sold Chris Buchong my set. Of, of boxy and YK gorilla toys for 40 bucks shipped just because I knew he'd like them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you're a good man, Gary. I'm a good yeah, man. They <laughs> couldn't, they couldn't give those toys away a while ago. No, you got them in a fire sale of $5 each. And I'm sure kid robot took a loss during that sale on them. Yeah. And here we are now they're $550 for a set. And they were not priced at that six months ago before I told them to curse. I did check eBay and they were going for maybe a hundred bucks for the set. So they have to really have jumped in price just because of the recent gorillas album release. And people are going crazy for gorilla stuff right now, but you know, good on the sellers. They made some nice, uh, some nice money on their return and whoever won got it for $10 for a set. That was the buy-in. So it's a cool group, George. You should check it out. I definitely will. I like the idea of it. I like the, I like that you can, potentially get something really cool for 10 bucks yeah i've actually entered i entered one this week because i want to try to win some stuff for the podcast to try to give away and someone had a was it a full complete set of thimble stump hollows Teresa, plus a custom yeah yeah it was basically the lep the leprechaun set plus some of the chasers so so, someone had that up they're you know wanting 200 dollars for it um which seemed more than fair given it was a full set plus uh, a Chris Rainiac custom. Yep. Oh, for sure. To come with it. And so I entered it. It was like $10 buy-in. I didn't win, but if I won that set, I was going to give it away to a listener. So I'll probably enter more in hopes of trying to win something. You know, it's, it's a long shot, but I sort of like the, the gamble of it. 
don't know. It's kind of it's kind of fun to pay, you know. And it's not like they're all ten bucks. I know we keep keep using that example, but they all kind of vary, and the seller can set it. So I've seen some that are three bucks, four bucks, five, ten, twenty. It really just depends upon. Basically, when you you set it up, you determine your total price and then split it into spots and dollar amounts, so you can kind of choose. What if you put know, it I, up? I like, what if you put one up and nobody like you put up for twenty spots and like well, only five people want it? Uh, that George, that is one of my favorite things about the site. I for some reason I oddly enjoy watching the sad waffles, the one where someone thinks they have something, or whether it's a it's a custom or a really cool toy or something like that, but there's like hardly any interest. You need to make a site called Sad Waffle, and it's just all the pictures <laughs> of the stuff that no oh, one wanted. Oh man, that's brilliant! <laughs> we should totally do the Sad Waffle thread. Oh man! But, that- but anyway, George, what people are doing now is they're gauging interest by putting a post before the waffle entry. So they might do like a just an interest, just to gauge the interest. And if there's enough interest, then they'll know it's worth yeah. the time to to enter into the process to do an actual waffle. Yeah. I, I'm kind of curious, you know, I, you know, now that I've kind of done it and kind of, you know, diverginized myself to the process, you know, I think I'll keep trying it. And I think it's fun. You know, I, I, I've been keeping my eye out now more for ones that I'd be interested in entering because I mean, it's I love the idea that I could, you know, gamble five bucks for the potential to get something really cool. But I'm going to be really curious to see as I try uh, different things, if like, if it'll always be pandemonium or if some days it'll be more chill. So it'll be, I'll be curious to see kind of, uh, <laughs> I bet it was probably a lot to do with the fact that it was a course thing. And yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of course collectors in there. That's for sure. Yeah. So I, I it's been fun. I appreciate the, uh, the therapy session, Gary, and letting me, uh, yeah. Hey, we're, we're <laughs> here for you, Teresa. We're here for you. I mean, it's kind of like the new segment actually. Should we, have you guys ever heard of um, Dear Abby? Yeah. Maybe we do something like that with this. We can make it like a, like a, a toy therapy set. We can call it like Dear Marsham or something like that. People can email in their their problems and we can give them some non-professional, non-licensed uh, advice. <laughs> <laughs> not oh, a doctor. Man. I love it. Yeah. Not no No doctorly advice. And it could be bad advice, but we'll gladly supply it. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> I think this week's promo image will be, be you lying on the sofa, Teresa. Oh, man. I got to tell you, I'm still. I know. You're, you're... <laughs> it's still affecting you. <laughs> it is. I We're... mean, it, it, it was literally like, I, I mean, I was going to Gary and I was like, Gary, I almost called you because I was just like <laughs> in shock. Like, what is going on? Poof. <laughs> I'm just, man. I just want to try it now. I just want to have that experience and see what you went through. It's intriguing. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, I I, I, I like talking about it, but I still feel weird because it's also slightly frowned upon, George. Facebook actually doesn't want anyone to do any kind of raffling. So that's why you have to call it a waffle because if they find it, they'll ban your group. Oh, shit. Okay. So make yourself kind of. it's kind of supposed to be like an under the radar type of thing because it's kind of gambling. And I guess gambling is, I don't know. I don't want to say illegal because I don't want to think about doing illegal things, but um, (laughs) then I'll just stop doing it. But that's why they're, that's why people will say waffles because like they can't ban someone typing the word waffle, but there's all these other weird rules about like the way that you type things in your post and the way you name things. Like apparently Gary, you can't use animal names. 
Hmm. Like if I were to say like something dog, it might get flagged. I don't know. So there's all these like weird other underlying things that have been part of the reason we haven't wanted to talk too much about this group. But a lot of people were, were like, oh, you got to talk about how crazy that was and all that. So I don't know. Hopefully we don't like screw the pooch and kill this group. by. Oh, dear God. I hope not. If anyone, please, like, if you decide to join the group, please be discreet and respectful. Yeah. And let's try to, so, to keep this thing going. Yeah. But anyways, that was a nice, unexpected segment. So let's, maybe we'll continue that one. But um, in the meantime, before we move on, let's do a brief, take a brief moment and we'll mention some of our sponsors. So for all your designer toy needs, wants, and desires, be sure to check out a couple stores that uh, sponsor the Marsham Toy Hour. We got strangecattoys.com. Uh, fill up your cart at checkout and use promo code DOPE and you'll receive 10% off your entire order. Also, there's 3dretro.com. And also, they are a physical brick and mortar location out there in Burbank adjacent Southern California. So check them out if you're near you. And also, to stay current and up to date on all your designer toy news, be sure to follow and check out SpankyStokes.com and TheToyChronicle.com. And uh, how about we move on? You guys want to do some leaks and sneak peeks? Yep, let's do it. All right. Who wants to go first? Me. There you go. <laughs> first all right go to okay all right i just have one so so i do want to do one you all know we've talked about Teresa chiba before and her inu haragon figure which uh george i don't know if you remember it was the she had a them in her vag series the small little uh it actually looks like more like a cat but it's a dog figure that she makes are you familiar with that one i'm Um, familiar with Teresa. okay (laughs) so anyway she recently posted a uh, really adorable and squee-worthy, and yes, squee-worthy. I literally went ee when I looked at it. Um, we need a, a squee rating system for you. I know. I do need a rating system. I mean, oh. this one was pretty good. On a scale of one to I, ten, how how high is the squee? I mean, this was like this was like uh, I don't know eight. I mean, it was it was pretty squee-worthy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know like what would ever get a 10. I almost need like toys to put on the scales, but it's super, super adorable. Obviously Su- super Teresa. It's uh, she br- posted this prototype figure and she, her caption was sneak peek. A new Haragon's friend is coming up, but it actually almost to me looks very similar. Well, it, it kind of similar to Hikari Bambi's fish bird. Yeah. But in um, the same kind of eye style as Unu Haragon. So it reminds me of that, but it's almost like a chibi version of her current character. But it's, oh my gosh, it's just perfect. It's got a cute little smile, nice big eyes, and little hands right now are like pointed up at the face. Like it's going, but it's super, super cute. And I'm excited because I love her stuff. And this looks adorable and I can't wait to hear more. So that nice. is my leak and sneak. Perfect. I mean, getting an eight on the squeam meter is pretty good. All right, George. We heard around the world. What you got? Uh, mine's a uh, a crowdfunding, of course. Okay. It's not a Kickstarter though. It's an Indiegogo this oh. time. Oh. Um, I am that. I am also over there. I think actually I I had used Indiegogo before I even used Kickstarter. But it's a it's a product called Glitter Hippo. The coolest glitters ever. Um, so it's it's basically uh, this guy Wolf um, and his I don't know if it's his significant other I don't know the 
who it is with him, but it's someone, him and his partner are making uh, glitter. And Wolf is a guy who, do you remember a company called Solar Color Dust? Do you ever, did you ever no. know about that stuff? No. So he was, for a while, he was making, uh, and I think he still does, it's it's like pigments that you can put into uh, either resins or I think he, you can even put it in like nail polish and stuff. And you can make, he does like, he has thermal stuff where you can, where it changes color with the heat. Uh, or it changes color with the sunlight, or it has glow in the dark. So it's all these pigments and stuff. Okay. So now he's he's starting. He was looking for glitters, and he couldn't find good glitters. So he decided to make his own. So he's making now glitters, which is which you could put again in resins, and you could put it in nail polish. I know right now a big trend out there is uh, is slime. Like kids are loving to make their own slime. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them will add glitters and things like that. So it's like it's perfect for like. You know, moms out there who are doing crafting with their kids to make slime. Uh, if you're a nail, if you're a nail artist, you can add a lot of these things to, you know, nail colors. Or if you're in the, if you're in our industry and you're into doing uh, casting and stuff, you can just add this stuff right to your resins and have all these crazy glitters and stuff. I think this cool. is the company. Is this the same company that uh, Seriously Silly K was doing a sculpt for? It sounds yeah, familiar. Yeah, she did the hippo. She did their little logo, hippo logo. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you can actually oh, yeah. get, I think you can get some of her hippos. Like they're doing some resin. Yes, they are. They have. Uh, oh, they're, they're, they're already available. Yeah, they're on They're on the website for the Indiegogo. Oh, sweet. Oh, cool. Um, and they're really also, cute. Can you put them in like paints and stuff too? With the glitter? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see why not. Oh, cool. I remember uh, that hippo sculpt. Super and I, I got to tell you, he uh, Wolf, uh, you know, we, he's, he was on our forum years ago um, for, in October Toys Forum. Um, and he reached out to me to, to, you know, show me the crowdfunding site and everything. And he actually sent me the uh, some samples of the glitter. And it's awesome. Um, so I've actually I've gotten to see, you know, his packaging is like super professional. It, it, it needs to be in stores like and I think that's what he's kind of doing here is he's trying to get it trying to get a wider release with this so he can go into like craft stores and stuff. Yeah, and it, it looks, it, it, it's a professional package. It looks like it should be sold in, you know, in Michael's or whatever your local craft store is. Awesome. Hobby Lobby, that kind of thing. Um, and the, the glitter hippos are adorable. Perfect. Yeah. I'm looking awesome. and they're, they're actually to get a random pack of glitter. And one of the hippos is only 20 bucks, 20 bucks plus shipping. That's super cheap. Wow. That's really good. Yeah, and to- just- totally worth it. I would I would tell everybody out there to to get in on this. Huh. This is cool. Nice one. Can George. I just say can I just say, George, when you said the coolest glitters ever, I didn't realize that was actually the name of the campaign. I thought you were just saying that. <laughs> Did I say it? Is it on there? Yeah, you said you said glitter hippo, the coolest glitters ever. And I thought, oh, okay. You, I was like, why are you saying, I was like, okay, you think they're the, I was like, I didn't realize that was the actual campaign name on Indiegogo. I don't know if you've ever done crafting with glitters and stuff, but going to the store and finding glitter, like they're, they're either too big or they're too like, they're just glitter. Glitter's tough. Like glitters to find the right consistency of the glitter you're looking for is tough at a store. Um, and he's got so many different, styles and versions of this stuff that 
it's going to be it's going to be a good addition out there to have this stuff out on the market. Now you know when you go to the paint store like Home Depot or anything like anytime you look up a paint chip it's got a really fun name. Is, is there fun names for the glitter? Like purple people, you know, purple people eater, purple or something like that? Or is it just uh, purple? Man, I don't even know. I don't know what the uh, that's I I'm unprepared to answer that question. Oh no. <laughs> I there's got to be, right? It could be. I would hope so. You got to take advantage of that cuz that'd be fun. There is. People Eater is one of them. Oh, per- oh okay. look at that. And it's purple. <laughs> look at that. There's one called Grandma's Couch. Grandma's Couch. Is that like a gray? It's kind of like a brownish, like, rainbow okay. thing. <laughs> the cool side of the <laughs> pillow, awesome. Hippo Tears, Rainbow Water, Boo Blue. Yeah, he's got good names. Boob Blue. Sweet. No, Boo. Just Boo. Oh, Boo Blue. <laughs> I thought this was like an avatar thing. Oh, gosh. Oh. Well... I, I might I might back this so I can get a little hippo and then I might just uh I don't know send the glitter your way and you can make something cool with it George. All right, we can. Do I, that. I I don't know what I like I I don't know I guess we could try to get crafty. You want to make a gl- okay, Gary? You know you know we always rip on clears and glitters. I feel like we should make fun of ourselves and make a clear gr- glittery resin mascot figure <laughs> of Marsham. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. We'll make we'll make the Marsham logo the ham bone. Oh no! Um, and we'll yeah. do it, and we'll do it in some glitter stuff. Yeah, we'll use glitter hippo and and do some. Oh well, maybe we can do it uh, as the Marshami Trophy next year. We'll have a, yeah. a special glitter trophy to be handed out next year. Do you want to do this, any? Leaks? Is this really happening? Yeah, it's really happening. Marshami's baby. All right. So wait, Gary. Before we go, do you want to do any leaks? Um, do I want to do any leaks? Oh, you know what? There, I do. There was um, Friends of the Show, Horrible Adorables. It was leaked this week that they're going to have a couple new uh, Kid Robot releases coming out. One of them is a 5-inch Dunny called the Curly Horned Dunny Lope. It's set to release in May, and it's going to be about $35. And the other one is, so a bunch of artists have already done uh, their take on the Care Bears with Kid Robot. And so now it looks like Horrible Adorables is next in line to do their interpretation of a, a Care Bear. And they're going to do the Share Bears, which are these conjoined cuteness twin bears. And they're, you know, conjoined twins and uh, done in a very horrible, adorable style. It looks like it's going to be set to release in March. Uh, it's already available uh, for pre-order on several shops and it's expected to retail for $65. So I'm excited about these. I like these both a lot. I'm, uh, I hope to pick them both up. So congrats to Jordan and Chris. They look awesome. Nice. Yeah, I I saw both of those, and um, they both look awesome. So I'm excited. I know there's been some some chatter about, especially the 5-inch Dunny, and you know, obviously it's just vectors being released so far, but I know I've seen a few people wondering if it's going to be flocked to mimic kind of the fabric thing or textured in the paint job or what. So it'll be interesting to see um, what the actual product's going to look like. So I'm yeah. super excited for them. It looked great, but I've also heard a lot of people always wanting their stuff to be flocked. But I don't know. I, I don't know that that's even possible because they have so yep. many different little different colored scales. And George, I believe the flocking process, right? Each each color is a different flock, right? It's not just sprayed with a, a flock afterwards. It's each color. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to have each one of those colors be a different color flock? Exactly. Like that would oh, be yeah, super expensive and probably really hard to pull off. I don't. Yeah, I don't even know how you would do it because you. it would all start to mix. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. 
I'm sure I they've talked we- it over and, you know, whether they can, you know, make it happen or not, we'll find out. Either way, I'll be excited. So good one, yeah. Scary. No, not good on me. Good on horrible adorables. They're awesome. Um, who's ready for the 2017 Marshamis? Let's do this. So we're going to start doing the 2017 Marshamis. George, this is a lot of work. Uh, Teresa and I put in a lot of time trying to come up with different categories and researching what toys came out last year. It's, it's a lot. And um, a lot of stuff ended up on the cutting room floor, sadly. But I think we ended up with nine categories. And then at the very end, we have some individual Marshamis to hand out. And those are very much done in the style of the Dundies, of the popular um, sitcom The Office, where Michael Scott handed out some embarrassing awards to his employees. And so... Um, we're going to hand out some of those. They're not very flattering. Um, actually, most of the awards that ended up on the cutting room floor were from this category because uh, we didn't know. We don't know how well some artists would receive these awards. So we decided like some of the like the more awkward ones, uh, but let's just leave them out. Oh, come on. <laughs> Trust me, George. Yeah, you said yourself, artists are babies. They, I don't think many artists have the, uh, the sense of humor for this other stuff. So we're better off left on the floor. Can we give out one for most sensitive artists? <laughs> I, know, I know, right? I wish. You know, there's there's a lot of different categories we had that, that were actually really funny. You know, you know, you, me, and Teresa talking about off air, we could have a good laugh. But to put it over the airwaves, I, someone would get hurt and think we're making fun of them. And being, all right, well, we're gonna have an edited section of this so, podcast. Yeah. So uh, that I'm gonna because I want to hear the ones that got thrown away. <laughs> but we're we're still Look gonna have that. some that are they're fun, but they're not. I think that the people that we're giving them to, I know for a fact they have a sense of humor and they'll appreciate getting the awards. So, but let's okay. let's start out with some of the uh, the official categories. And Teresa, you want to start? Can we can we put it out there before you start that I have no idea what's going on right now? Yeah. So George yeah. had no no part in this, and I think he'll be happy he didn't. Yes. And I just want to preface that <laughs> we did not want Marshamis to be as you know as Gary said last episode equatable to the DTAs or anything serious so this is us just being fun and goofy and and absurd so <laughs> don't be expecting you know best sculpt best toy of the year stuff like that are these the Razzies to the to the Oscars yeah yep yeah, yeah exactly so originally we did come up with some like real categories like best packaging best sculpt like categories the DTAs you know weren't currently covering but in the end we didn't have enough good ones so we just decided let's let's just have fun with it go goofy I would like to see those categories though for things we can do I think we can do that another time but for right now we'll keep it lighthearted yeah we'll, we'll see how this goes George you keep us on our toes let us know if we're nuts <laughs> well I already could tell you it's probably all nuts <laughs> All right, Teresa, what is the first category? Present it for us. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, the first Marshami category is Best Package mm, Penis Award. <laughs> <laughs> so, this category is toys that you guessed it have some phallic resemblance, either blatantly or maybe not so blatantly, representing the male anatomy. Yep. So we got uh, we had a tough time. We had a fun time looking up some nominees for this category. Yep. So we just rattle off a few of them right now. Wait, how um, many nominees in each category? Well, it all varies. It, yeah. We didn't really do. We don't actually have like this is the nominees, this is the winner type of thing, George. We figure okay. we'll just kind of talk about things and then pick our favorite and move on. 
Okay. Does that work? Yep. So one of the so one no. of the nominees is called Cockzilla. It's by Abel Octavian. It is basically like a giant mecha penis kaiju. <laughs> but wait, I was saying, so surprisingly, there are cute penis themed toys out there. Oh sure. Um so like one one is called Happy Crotch. And I don't know if you've seen that one, George, but it's basically um these, these are hard to look up don't don't google search cockzilla people <laughs> yeah <laughs> well if you if you go into toychronicle.com and search cockzilla you can find it without uh doing anything uh <laughs> dangerous so so happy, happy crotch is uh it's actually kind of cute it's it's a pair of pants um, with a smiley face on it, but right in the crotchal region is uh, an elongated nose to represent the male anatomy. But it's actually surprisingly cute. And then another cute one, and I will not lie, if I were to ever buy a penis-themed toy, I might actually buy this one. Um, it's called Cute Snout by Handsome Studio. Yeah, it's a great one. And it, it's, it's basically like... God, I, I don't have to say penis a lot in this segment. This feels really weird. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically a, a horizontal penis with for you know what is it? What is it called? Like a you know what kind of animals that were? It's not stands on two feet, stands on four. What's the name of that? A quadruped. Like not a dog. Biped. Yeah, but it's basically like all in all fours and a horizontal penis kind of shape but it's actually kind of adorable <laughs> if i was to buy a penis toy this would be the one yeah it's it's surprisingly cute but yeah so you know and obviously i think gary one of the other ones that we've talked about before and this is actually how the horrible adorables got me to say penis in the first place <laughs> it was that uh panda figure with the bamboo giant long bamboo penis coming off of it god i can't yeah, believe it's... i'm saying word that much but it's called the naughty brain very efficient bear and that one i definitely saw a lot of in a lot of colorways so yeah i saw a lot of them and uh it looks like something you'd probably play ring toss with i mean this guy had a giant <laughs> pole coming off, coming off of him uh, I mean, it's the height it's the height of the panda but <laughs> so are we ready to pick a winner for this category because I, I, my pick is for this naughty brain very efficient bear it's it's a lock. What do you think, George? What about you guys didn't even put in that one that we just saw that I had never seen those figures. Oh, what was the freaking line? It was already sold out. There was like a hot dog guy. There was a a naked oh, dude. Yeah, that was. But that I know you're talking about. Uh, oh, yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. That's that's a really old figure, George. That's probably about five years old. Uh, OK, OK. Not, that's why I didn't go in that. Because yeah. that thing had the best little penis on it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well that, that's the thing, George. It's like the hard part about this is trying to like research and remember. And I was like, I know that one of these, like one of the trends was like, you'd constantly see this toy and then like a random little penis on it. Like that was like the thing, like you'd add, it wouldn't be like some of these where it's like an obvious, either shaped like one or like an obvious one coming off. In some cases it would be like the thing you do. Like you add like a small little, small little penis, but I couldn't think of any. Yeah, I mean, like Kyle Kirwan has that the on his he has he has a nice hanger on that one. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about Willow. You're right. Willow does have a little. See, man, there's just penises. But everywhere. I don't know if that was 2017. Was that or was that 2016? 
Um, well, actually, I know from research this week, I know that the plural for penis is peens. And I think Willow did come out earlier than 2017. Probably, I know. Yeah, there was there were some Willows in 2016 for sure. Yeah. And so I think we'll, we we can go with we can go with your your favorite. So the winner of the best package award is the Naughty Brain Berry Efficient Bear, produced by Mighty Jacks. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> that thing that thing is pretty incredible. I'm looking at the picture now, and it's. Georgia, who's buying these things, though? Because women aren't buying these things. Women find the penis very ugly. They don't want to be looking at penises. So are guys actually buying these giant penis toys? Wait a minute. Women find penises ugly? I thought they liked penises. No, they like it during the act, but they don't (laughs) want to look. Penis is an ugly thing. It's not like the female form is the beautiful thing. The male genitalia is not something you want to put on display. And there's a lot of toy companies making penis toys. So are these things selling? Like, it's what, it's for guys because guys think penises are funny. Yeah, when I was in middle school, it was funny to draw a penis on my little notebook. But did that that actually translated over into designer toys, huh? Yeah, I think I think penises are still funny everywhere. Okay. <laughs> I, I, there's a whole I know, Netflix I... movie about a whole documentary, not documentary, but. That there's that whole uh, oh, there's like Vandal? a fake mockumentary. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that show. It's really good. All power to you if you want to put these these toys on your shelves. I know that it's not for me, but can I just say, Gary? Though you need to stop ruining some of my toys by saying they look like a penis. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Well, and also this is probably going to be the last year that you're going to have this category because penises are on the out right now. Men, men, men in general are on the out right now, so I think this is this mm. is not going to be a trend you're going to see continuing in 2018. True. I, so. I honestly wouldn't mind. <laughs> it's all going to be the VAG series. George, sometimes I ruin a toy for Teresa because it has a phallic appearance. Like there's this toy that she texted to me like, "Oh my god, this is super cute." Um, it's called Starfy, but to me, mm-hmm. to me, I just saw penis and balls. And it absolutely okay. ruined the toy for Teresa. Okay, you don't, you can't. Do, mm. It's a really cute pink starfish, George. It's by. <laughs> um, if you want to see it, the Instagram handle is kettle underscore boy, uh, kettle with a K, so K E T T L E. But it's cute. It's a cute little sitting pink starfish. And when I see it, I see a starfish. It's named Starfy. And then of course Gary had to be all, no, it looks like a pink penis. And now. It's it's kind of hard to look at. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but I, I had to call it like I saw it. All right, unpainted that thing does. I could see what Gary's saying, but once it's painted, no. <laughs> see, it's just cute. It's just a cute little starfish, right, right George? Okay. Let's move on to our next. Moving category. on. <laughs> the next category is best pussy cat award. Oh my goodness! What is this show? This is a rated R episode. <laughs> no, George. So a pussy cat. George, George. A pussy cat is a common term used for the domestic cat. Come on. There was a pretty hefty pause when you no, said it. No, no. <laughs> so we got we got a short list of nominees here. We didn't go too heavy on this one, but there's the Stink Box produced by Andrew Bell. There is the Rado Kim Box Cats and Bread Cats. We also have. Uh, Konatsuya's Fluffy Nagora. And then rounding off, we're going to have K2 Toys, Samurai, Ohoneko Toys. Yeah, I 
So Teresa, we you want to pick a winner on this one? Yeah, this is hard. I mean, it if tough. it were up, you know, if it were up to me on cuteness, I probably might lean Fluffy Nagora. That one was super adorable re- release. Um, but you know, I also kind of have to give hats off to Andrew Bell for his Sink Fox cat because. The concept of both just the cats themselves, but also the packaging and the stink box and the theme and all of that kind of makes it a complete package. I agree. I think the box, the packaging, and this the genius behind it, that kind of puts it over the top for me. So my vote would go for stink box as well. There you go. There you go. Winner. The winner of the Bus Pussycat Award is Stink Box by Andrew Bell and Jason Lamone. Wee! Do we have like a little music we're going to play, like clapping? No. Like a clapping soundbite. I wish. Gary. I wish. I don't have. I don't have any of this at my disposal. Disposure? Disposure? Disposal. Disposal. Yeah, I have no sound effects I, at my disposal. I will look up free sound effects and find a clapping one that we can interject. Okay. After every. The next category is the That's So Teresa Award, and by that we mean it is a super cute toy. Make your heart melt. The, uh, the small list- with immediate squee factor Ooh, big squee factor yeah yeah before we list some stuff off george give us some uh what do you think would be some super adorably cute releases from 2017 this is tough i gotta come up with this off the top of my head you guys had time to research this 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 is yeah this is why george i can't tell you how many hours it took to, to come up with this short segment but man i don't want to do it again i'll tell you there needs to be like a massive list like you can you can google like all the movies that came out in yeah. you know in 2017 or whatever and you can go through the whole list there's no like there's no way to figure out how many like especially with everybody making their own resin releases and mm-hmm. stuff yeah how do you figure out what came out there's just a million toys like everybody's an artist everybody's making their thing like this I know. is tough that's, i know yeah we, we had a hard time we did so that's why time. you know that's our big disclaimer is obviously these are supposed to be fine and goofy and we don't mean to leave anyone out. It's just what pops into our head and what we're able to find. So, but okay. So I'll list a few cause I've got a handful and I know, I mean, I feel like obviously this is a category that's kind of the bulk of my collection. So I could probably just go through everything I bought last year to fill this category. But I mean, off the top of my head, I think some big ones were the Elfies that came out from Unbox and Two um, from Thailand. Um, those are the little elephant soft vinyl figures. You know, another notable series I think from last year was the Ziki Dinos, also from Unbox. They had the you know the ice cream versions as well as the standard dinos, and those were Super Teresa. Even you know, even from you know uh, Chris and Amanda. Uh, they released a new, some new resin sculpts called the Thimble Bugs, uh, that uh, kind of go with their other resin characters, but also fall in line with their Thimble Stump Hollow figures, and those were ridiculously cute. I mean, <sighs> Sushi Cars, that Tokidoki Blind Box series, those were fantastic. Those might have been some of my favorite. Um, those are probably my favorite Tokidoki release and some of the top Blind Box releases I bought last year. Yeah. I don't know what else, Gary. I mean, there's there's so much. <clears throat> The Space Doggies with the little dome head. Those were awesome. I can't think of who the artist was on those, but I really like those. Joby, yep. Joby the Moon Fox with another good release. There's, this is such a tough category, and you're, you're going to have to pick the winner because this has your name on it. This is the That's So Teresa Award. What toy was, do you think, the most Teresa? 
Oh my gosh. I can't believe you're pinning that on me. That's so hard. It's like telling, it's like, okay, looking at all your kids. And in my case, I have pick a hundreds of kids and saying, pick your favorite. <laughs> That's really hard. Yeah. I feel fine. I, I, you need to pick one. All right. Since, okay, I'm going to go by what I bought the most colorways of, and I'm going to go with the Elfies. Okay. It's a good one. I have a lot. I got really into it. Okay. But yeah, the, we'll give the Elfies the, the That's So Teresa. All right. I like it. And then the next category is the most non-Teresa toy of the year. And George, as you can imagine, this one is a very heavy category as well. I mean, it's every grotesque, ugly, pus-oozing, inside-out figure, eyeballs hanging. Like every grotesque toy out there fits in this category. And... uh Teresa didn't want to look at any of these toys, I don't think. <laughs> I was I was tagging her in a bunch on Instagram, and she would just say, barf, Ralph, wish I didn't see that, stuff like that. So that tells me I was on to the right, onto the right toys. And so basically, yeah, exactly. anything produced by Paul Kaiju is up there, Mutant Vinyl Hardcore, uh, anything by Alex Pardee, you know, especially the Have a Nice Day was definitely one of those. Um, uh, I, I reached out to, um, Dr. Satan. He's a friend of the show. His name is Robert. We've had him on before. He collects on the side of things. So I kind of want to get his input and he showed me a couple. One was called meat bag and, uh, it's pretty nasty. It's, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like an oozing, melting kind of like a mountain of like arms, just arms. Um, and another one, which I think is going to be the winner because it was just heinous and the story behind it was pretty pretty uh, off-putting as well. But it's called the Magore. It was being produced by Trash Talk Toys. And the story behind it is it's, uh, it's an aborted fetus that was flushed down the toilet and raised by maggots in the sewer. Wow. <laughs> it doesn't get wow. much more Teresa than that. <laughs> I'm scared to look it up. Oh, please don't. You will have more nightmares. You'll be back on the couch. You'll be back on the couch. <laughs> I have to say, this is this is one of those categories that obviously it, it, it's not in my wheelhouse at all. So I wouldn't even honestly know where to begin. And I think this is an area that Gary and I know we kind of are lacking on. And um, so I think I think this year we want to try to be better about, you know, expanding our toy knowledge and learning more about the parts of the scene that we're not very good about knowing. And I think this is one of them where it's just nothing. I don't know a lot about it, but man, I'll tell you, this is this is definitely not Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, I texted it to you, George. And um, oh, that's yeah, terrible, no, I, though. <laughs> it's, um, it's not for everybody. But, you it's know, not for me. You no, know, but so maybe it's the not so Teresa, Gary, or, or George. George yeah. There's there's a category of toys, which it generally that, seems to be Sofubi, for some reason. I think because it's it's you can make really low numbers, so like you only need to find five people who have your taste. Mm, right, I get it. But uh, so there you have it. The uh, winner of the most non-Teresa Toy Award is the Magor, produced by Trash Talk Toys. Congratulations! Yeah, she would never. You would never put this on yourself, <laughs> Teresa. No, I would not. <laughs> but I agree, Teresa. We should sort of branch out a little bit. 
I think it's real predictable a lot of we, times. Uh, we should talk to someone who wants this on their shelf. Oh, we're going right. to. Robert, who Dr. Satan, yeah. who suggested this tool, he actually owns it. Uh, he actually really likes it. He's taken, uh, fo- you know, photographs of it and everything. So, yeah, he's going to come on in a few weeks and we'll get to – we'll delve into this world. Yeah, I really just want to understand, like, is it the story or the way it's made or, like, what is it that – Or do you just like it because everyone else hates it? Or do you like it because you like – you you're into that aesthetic? But, yeah, it, I think for sure it'll be fun to get different people on. I mean, even someone who – either sells these toys or can give us like a one-on-one like help us know more so that we 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 can be more well-rounded yeah well this year yeah this year we'll definitely step out of our comfort zones a little and uh, expand our knowledge let's do it we can do it dude there's a grosser one than that on their site on their page on instagram i don't don't even want to see it (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure there's more again there's probably goodness knows what we don't know oh, yeah. out there. I mean, but... <laughs> in this case, ignorance is definitely bliss for me. But you know, expand our knowledge. So I did follow Trash Talk Toys on Instagram, and you know, it's it's uh it's a different thing popping up in my feed today. And I I'm gonna stick with it. I'm not gonna unfollow. You know, we'll write <laughs> this one out. <laughs> um. So the next category is the best moves on a toy, and that's man boobs. For anyone not familiar with the term. Man boobs was another big trend that, that we saw on toys this year. It so, was, yeah. We want to yes! we, we want to honor some of them, some of our best moves. George, you even sculpted one with Dad Bod Deadbeat for Scott Tollison. Yeah, that's moves galore. Uh, I guess does he have moves? Yes, he has moves. All right, go look. He's got little little baby moves, little <laughs> little boobs popping out of his little beat body. All right. <laughs> so some honorable mentions were uh, Coarse Cells, the Narcosis and Paranoia. That's from their Etho series. That figure definitely had some nice moves going on. There was the Freckle by Scott Tollison, sculpted by Seriously Silly K. I saw some moves on that one. Uh, yeah, the Kappa. That, that definitely Kappa. had some moves going yeah. on. You already mentioned the Dad Bod. There was, uh, oh, another good one. The Hattori Toro Bakaneko from uh, Mama and Momo. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that why was a great things, noise. Why are these so hard to pronounce? The Hattori, <laughs> let me try this in a full sentence. The Hattori Toro Bakaneko from the Zoo series by Chino Lamb and Mame Moyashi. I think that, was, that one has the moviest of moves. You know, that one does have some very nice moves. It's not only is it moves, but then like super accentuated nipples. Yeah, the nipples kind of take it over the top. See, I'm more into (laughs) like, you know, your dad bought Deadbeat has some subtleness, but even like um, from Kurobokan and they made the Sleepwalker Nimbus Chibi and it may have started into 2016, but I'm counting it. They have very subtle moves. Like there's the definition of them, but there's not like a lot going on. You know, I'm 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 okay with that. But you know the other one, so doing some research and trying to find some ones out there from Toy Boom Official, they have this um figure called Kruki. And I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. It's C R U K I I. But man, not only do they have moves, but George they're like saggy moves with like the nipples halfway down the body. I mean it's intense. Yeah, oh grandma <laughs> boobs. Gross. <laughs> it's grandma moves. Uh, 
So we've yeah, lost all know, of our like, listeners by now. I, you but, lost me. <laughs> but I mean, George, you really don't see. I feel like the whole like chubby, chubby toy, chubby toys is kind of a thing right now. Like yeah. people making chubby things with with chubby bellies and some moobs and all that. You don't feel like that's a thing lately. Uh, I I'm out of all loops. <laughs> I mean, we're not fat shaming by any means, but I, did, I have noticed there's more moves in toys, it's, which is funny because it's something that in real life, like you don't go around collecting photos of people with moves. But for some reason, again, in toy form, just like the penises in toy form, the man boobs are celebrated. I don't know. <laughs> so let's pick one. I think for me, the winner is the Hattori Bakaneko. By uh, Chino Lama Mama Miyoshi. (laughs) (laughs) This this is so hard to do over audio. I apologize to everyone. I know we're throwing out a bunch of weird names and toys you've never heard of. And we'll speed it along. Teresa, why don't you uh, give us the next category? Sure. So the next one, and this name honestly is so absurd, but we called it... The Nom Nom I Want Your Goodies Award. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Aren't you glad you are not on the brainstorming, George? I, I should have skipped week two instead of week one. <laughs> <sighs> but basically, this this category is all about food-themed toys. So, um, obviously, there's uh, a lot of awesome toys made out there that have a food theme. And so we want to celebrate it. Yeah. So uh, off the top of my head, um, you know, I, I know I mentioned the Ziki Dinos, but all of the ice cream versions of those. Love them. Sushi Cars obviously falls in this category too. Great ones. Um, we also recently did even that some, Breakfast Buddies series. Even some of the DTA Dunnies in the series that you were a part of, Gary, with Suyon Lee had the um, – all of hers were food themed, like the strawberry and the banana head and all that. Those yep. were super cute. Kill Cat by Andrew Bell. Another great um, one else? with great packaging. Winner. Mm, don't act so quick, George. We might actually have another one you might like more. George, you got to contribute to this. You've got to think of some food ones off the top of your oh, head. Oh, 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 the Popsicle Mon guy. Popsicle Mon, that's a great one. I bought that That one. was 2017, right? That was 2017. Yep. Sweet. Honestly, that's probably one of my biggest regret, per- like non-pickups of last year. I'm sure it's still, oh my God, I'm so- I can't talk today. <laughs> <laughs> not today i can't talk every day but today is especially bad no but but the popsicle mod I, I didn't pick up the firecracker colorweight designer con and it still bums me out i didn't pick that one out didn't you buy that one george the red white it, and blue that's the red white and blue one right yeah, yeah. that's the one i yeah. have yep that one's awesome i have yeah that that one's my favorite especially when the feet are like the popsicle stick paint job oh yeah for sure but I mean, even Kid Robot, they released their latest round of the BFF series. BFF series four came out. Yeah, um, So, Sad Salesman and his Desert Oracle. Desert Oracle. That's kind of food there was the Deanna George and her Croco Nana. So, yeah. Um, Scott Tolleson and Pobber released Bao Boy. Was it Bao? Bao Boy? Bow. I don't know. Bao. Okay. It's Bao because I found out at Decon it's not Bao. I kept calling it and then I learned. I got schooled. So. It's Bao. <laughs> oh, and even um, uh, 
It was, uh, and I'm going to say, I'm so sorry, but uh, Emi Takano, it's E-I-M-I-T-A-K-A-N-O on Instagram. Um, she actually came for the first time to DesignerCon um, and shared a booth with Jeremiah Kettner. And she has some really cute food-themed toys. Uh, they're all just uh, cute little donut-headed figures. Um, usually their names are like Donut Chick or Donut. It's kind of like a combination of Donut and the animal that they are. Um, but those are super cute, too. And those, I think, kind of got pretty big last year, too. Yeah. So I'm going to pick my winner. I say it's Popsicle Mon. What do you think, George? Kill Cat uh, or Popsicle Mon? Actually, it's funny. When you guys were – when I was thinking about this episode, because I knew we'd be talking about toys from last year – that was one of the ones I was like, we got to mention that toy for sure for something. So I would say Popsicle Mon. Oh, look at that. You changed your mind. I, you, I, I ended up not even displaying Kill Cat because I want him in the package so much that <laughs> it ended up not even like, so Popsicle Mon is on my shelf, but Kill Cat is in a box still. So is it still, so it's still in its freshly unopened Kit Kat package? Oh, no, no. I ripped it open just to look at it, but it's like, it can't display it without the package and I don't want a crumpled wrapper on my shelf. <laughs> So it's like it became like a toy I couldn't even display. Right. I get it. I'll help you with that, George. We'll get creative. But no, I agree. I think Popsicle Mon had a ton of buzz around it, lots of awesome colorways, lots of awesome releases, kind of all over, you know, not just here in the U.S., but obviously overseas. So I, I will happily give Popsicle Mon the Nom Nom I Want Your Goodies Award. <laughs> that, never, that never gets old. But uh, congratulations to Popsicle Mon for winning the award. I don't really know who to give it to. I guess it's 16M Design. They're the ones responsible for producing it. But I don't know if they're a design collective or it's an individual. I really don't know. But actually, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have – well, maybe not a couple of weeks, but we've invited um, Blair of Cory Cory to come on. They are a um, a UK-based distributor of a lot of toys over in the East. And they actually had the exclusive colorway of the Rocket Popsicle Mon that you got at DesignerCon, George. So – um, nice. Yeah. Next up is two more categories. It's the biggest tease award, better known as the Blue Balls Award. And this is the <laughs> category about toys that have been teased but have not released yet. So what toy Ooh. was the biggest tease of 2017? Or, Gary, it's the biggest tease in the sense that for the life of us, we could not figure out a way to get a hold of it for our collection. It was a pain in the butt to, you could not get a hold of it. It was impossible to buy. Hence the title of the category. <laughs> so George, can you think of anything off the top of your head? Stuff that was teased. This is Did hard because I don't look at a lot of, I don't look at a lot of blog stuff, so I don't see a lot of the teased stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, it's rough. Is there any toy last year that you were hunting like all year long and never found a way to get one? I feel like I don't even deserve to be on this podcast anymore. Like I haven't, I feel like I don't even buy toys anymore. Like (laughs) all my toys I buy are mass market. I got a bunch of star Wars and superheroes and Marvel toys. And you're saying we had, we had to find another host. Seriously. Like I feel like I'm letting this whole podcast down. The only no, reason that we here. exist is because, probably because of you and, and Teresa, George. Like, everyone loves the George and Teresa. We love the George. So you need to hang around so I have something to do. <laughs> it's okay. Well, can I, I will say, and I know I've talked about it a few times, but my personal biggest tease, and it's not even, like, at this point, I'm like, I don't even know if I, like, would be excited to get it. I just want it because I've wanted it for so long. 
But ever since I saw from Sunguts that little shark boy, so it's like a little boy in a shark outfit, I have been trying to find that ever since Five Points. And I cannot, like, they're releasing them, but never in a way that I can get them. That is my personal biggest teaser last year. And yeah. gosh darn it, somehow I'm going to find a way to get it. I really hope they'll come to Five Points that I can go and I can finally fulfill my Shark Boy quest. I'm sick of hearing about it, so please help Teresa find that <laughs> toy already. And uh, another one was the Lulu Bell in the collaboration with Junko Mizuno. They're going to release a Junko Mizuno style, like almost like Barbie doll in Sofubi. Uh, we saw it at five points, looked awesome. But so far, there has not been an actual, like a full production release. There's been a prototype release, but she didn't have hair. There was no paint app. So I'm still looking forward to see what the final finished figure looks like. Who knows? I think another one, and this is semi, not really your fault, Gary, but related to you is forever ago and it feels like forever ago at least you sculpted a prototype sculpted sculpted the right word crafted woodworked made word for woodworked woodworked Woodworked, really you i don't know you okay whatever you're okay i'm gonna say crafted (laughs) but you put together the prototype for a baby edition of your autumn stag oh and i feel like that was teased forever ago and i just I haven't seen anything and I want to make sure it's still happening and I want it to happen. And so Pauber, please still make it. I'm hanging. I, I'm hanging on. I will it. here. Here's the update. I'll let you know. I actually saw the first prototype this week and it is actually looking to be produced 100% in wood, not resin like the original autumn stag. I, oh, only, cool. I only saw the wood version. It's not painted. There's still some things to work out, but he's working on it. That's all I can tell you. Good. The wood only sounds really cool. I'm intrigued. So yeah, that to me is a tease. I mean, Frank. I mean, Gary. I think you have a history of of being a tease. I mean, because I, I get I excited mean, about things and then I post yeah, them like and you, I share them and then they either never come out or they take a really long time to come out. Uh, cough, cough, fatty whooper. Fatty whooper. I knew we were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> But you finally, you finally relieved everyone, and it finally happened. That's my, Fatty that's my winner. Life. I select Fatty Wooper as the winner. It was a pretty you, your big Your own team. toy? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I have, and Gary, I have, I have a new nominee, actually. Okay. The LaBooBoo Toys by Kassing Lan. I, yes. I've been you know, wanting one of those so bad, and I came across one designer combo. It was only an XL out of my price range. So I'm still searching just to acquire one I can afford. That was definitely, I think your biggest tease, your personal tease for the year it was. of trying to get a hold of one of those. So I, I still want one. So that's okay. I changed mine. It's, I say LaBooBoo. What do you say, Teresa? I don't know. I, I, I honestly like, I, I kind of feel like the fatty whooper kind of deserves it because it honestly was like, now, it's not only 2017, even though it came out in 2017, but, I mean, that baby hung on. What year did it start getting teased? <laughs> like three years ago, George. I, I mean, it's know. been right. forever. I, then that one's got to be it because it finally came out in 2017. Okay. Even though I still I, don't have one. Gary, you failed George. <laughs> don't give me that crap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do have to say, I think, while it's I know it's your toy, Gary, I think it's deserving. That is quite the tease. It's a long wait. It's a long wait. That's some serious I'd vote for that. Just go on. for it. 
Yeah. Fatty okay. whooper, Gary. It's okay. I, I, I'm at loss of words. Like, Ryniak is going to be so excited to receive this award. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We got to move on. So the last category is the Public Indecency Award. And this award goes out to all those toys that are doing something that you wouldn't want to see in public. Wouldn't that be all the ones we just talked about for like the last two hours? <laughs> yes. And oddly enough, there's no repeat toys in this category. <laughs> I'm, I'm going yeah, to speed it up. There's the peeing guy, which is... It's a toy called Chunk Long Time No See, and it's like a chubby, naked guy peeing. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's the best way to what? describe it. Send me a link to this one. Here, here it comes, George. There's a link. Okay, so it's a big, giant guy peeing. Then there is also the <laughs> Mighty Jacks times What's-His-Name Popek, which is a pooping balloon dog toy. I hate that one. That one's not winning. <laughs> it's I, – I don't know. Again – I wouldn't want penises or weird, like, I don't know. Why, like, why, why does anyone want a shitting dog? That's the <laughs> right? stupid, that's like, like all those I... stupid, those ho- those holiday candies that poop things, pooping reindeers and pooping snowmen. Like, I hate all of those things. <laughs> but it's cute, George. It's a balloon dog pooping out a balloon. No, it's stupid. And the person who made it stupid and everything about it's stupid. <laughs> Just the company that made it stupid. Whoever put that out is stupid. Everything about that toy is dumb. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about it. Um, so, yeah. no, it's Mighty Jacks. And oddly enough, Mighty Jacks also did the, the big fat peeing guy that we talked about previously. And the next one up is also Mighty Jack. It is the, the fairest of them all. It's the, the Snow White that was holding the apple in her, in her crotch. Wait, where's, send me a link to this one. Okay, George, this one is so... It's basically erotic. Like Snow White's face is. <laughs> this one like, sounds amazing. It, I need to see like, this. Okay, but if you were to buy this, George, I would be shocked. I would be learning a lot about you right now because this thing, it's just I don't know. Like, it's just I. You know, we talk about Mighty Jacks, and like I feel like they're becoming this like almost on the line of like pornish type company like very dirty birdie what's going what's on the, what's like, the rest of that figure look like she's naked but like her arms and legs are situated in a way that you can't see her lady bits but her apple she's holding an apple over her lady parts and is like looking up and moaning i gotta see the i gotta see the rest of this figure she has like a sexy <laughs> o face going on george yeah like uh <laughs> <laughs> do that again Teresa. No, you got it on loop. You could just loop it. I know, George. One of my goals this year is actually to start collecting some of these great sound bites. I shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have, but you did. But but this totally like she's totally doing that. She's total. It's just dirty. (laughs) So I gotta find pictures of this one. So it's yeah, it's called the Mighty Jack Snow White, fairest of them all. Another one is called Vomit Kid by Oki, which is just a kid puking. More than a kid puking, that's like a waterfall of puke. It's yeah, basically it's like almost the puke is holding him up. It's a <laughs> lot of puke. <clears throat> is that produced by Mighty Jacks as well? I think it might be. Telling you, Mighty Jacks. They're just headed a certain direction. <laughs> uh, I don't like the sculpt. Of which one? The fairest of them all. I saw I there's a there's like a good angle to it, but then the rest of the the rest of it is just nah. So yeah, Vomit, yeah, Vomit like... Kid is produced by Mighty Jacks. Well, what the hell, Mighty Jacks? <laughs> Vomit Kid? 
Here it is. Yes. Sensi the Link vomited. Oh my gosh. What is this world coming to? I do have to say, if we want to throw a cute one in here, in that barfing category, Gary, we could also throw in the, uh, from the DTA Dunny series, the purple barfing monster by the bots. Yep. Probably the most polite public indecency uh, nominee. <laughs> cute little monster barfing up rainbows. Let's just pick the winner right now. I'm gonna Go for s- it. I- I think it's the peeing guy. As far as public indecency goes, the guy peeing. I disagree. Yeah? Snow White. Yeah, that's, that's raunchy for sure. I don't know. What do you think, uh, George? Split the vote. Chubby guy peeing or erotic Snow White? <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I mean, tough. I get what you're saying. Pe- peeing is pretty indecent, but so is getting it on naked in the street <laughs> but how do you know she's in the street she's in a bedroom in the okay <laughs> all right okay we can go we can go chunk long time no see peeing peeing guy okay. yeah i mean it, the peeing guy is showing it all at least the fairest of them all is covered up <laughs> so congratulations to unbox industries and designer jim dreams for your peeing what's it called guy. long time no see that's all it is <laughs> It's a guy holding a beer, he's obese, and he's peeing. And that's the best way to describe it. He has two neck rolls in the back. <laughs> how how'd this guy not make the moobs category? He's got some, <laughs> he's got some side boob. Look at that side boob, George. He's in every yeah. category. He's got a penis. He's got moobs. <laughs> he's the, what is it, taking all awards? He, he is. Just, he's, oh. He is the all-around winner. <laughs> I mean, George, do you now see the moob trend, the chubby trend? I mean, it's all coming to life right before your eyes. I guess I didn't even know there was a trend, but it's happening. Chubby, chubby is happening. Last category. Last Marshami is the best vag of 2017. I mean, best VAG of 2017. (laughs) And that is the best vinyl artist gotcha. And uh, gotcha pawn. Toys became, I mean, they've been popular for a long time, but it seems like 2017, the VAG series really caught on, and there were some really great releases in 2017. So let's pay uh, tribute to some of them. I think one of my favorites was the Teresa Chiba Inu Harrigan that was produced in uh, Series 11. So the T90 Rangius in Series 11 was another great one. Morris by Hinatik in Series 12. Very cute. Yep. Another popular one is always the Shoko Nakazawa's Byrons. They've been around for a while because I know that they've made some previous series and they did some new colorways. It's not as new as some of the other ones, but still has been sticking around. And I know, again, um, there are tons more. And I know that the VAG series covers a lots of different artists and lots of different tastes. So all of them are fantastic. But I agree, for me personally, those are some standout ones for me and, and the ones I like. I'm torn between Teresa Chibu's Inohiragan and T9G's Rangius. I think both of those are fantastic. I, I probably lean a little towards Teresa Chiba's for some reason, just because it's a little on the cuter side. But um, I'm going to say Indian Harrigan. What do you say, Teresa? That would probably be my pick, too. I obviously um, loved her stuff. I bought every colorway. And I know she's got a second colorway coming, actually. Um, so I'm super excited for Actually, it may already be out. But yeah, I think I think that'd be my pick, too. George has no clue what we're talking about, so... No, talk. you've said all these words that I don't even know. Oh, uh, are we putting you to sleep, George? Uh, yeah, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, I think George 
George just broke up with us, Gary. I think he but did. It's not you. It's me. I'm on. I'm on a deep dive down. Uh, down Joha, Johan, Johan, <laughs> the guy who did the Ferris of the Mall art. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm on his Instagram now. Like I'm into this guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're we're losing George. You know, Teresa Chiba, congratulations. You won the favorite VAG of 2017. I can't say it. She's she's above this. Okay, so let's move on. So we've done all the categories. Now let's give away some individual Marshami Award. So here we go. First one. The best analytics of his analytics award goes to Benny Klein of Tenacious Toys. Hmm. I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the best analytics of his analytics award goes to Benny Klein of Tenacious Toys. Congrats, Benny. What does that mean, best analytics of his analytics? But See, a lot of these are probably a little on the insider, but if you follow Benny on Facebook, he is very transparent about his business and analytics and looking back at who's clicking on what, where people are seeing things. Like he's very aware of his business and he lets everyone know on Facebook, like what's going on, how sales are going, what's popular, what's not. And so by that, I mean, he's, he's the best analyzer of his analytics. All right. Derek, can I just say that that your little, your little pause needs to be a soundbite. We keep we can put my ooh and your mm and our ahs together and make something special because that we'll make, was yeah. We'll make some soundbite magic. Soundbite oh, magic. That was great. Jeez. Uh, so okay, let's move on to the next category. The next one is the most stylish award, and I think without a doubt, let's give this one to Ryan Rutherford for his man rompers that we saw at five points. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so the next one is. The Best Booty Award. Who do you think is this one, George? (laughs) (laughs) I won't put you on the spot. The Best Booty Award goes to Chris Reiniak because he does all these cute little butts on his sculpts. Whew, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't think we were going to take it that direction, eh, George? (laughs) I was was worried where we were going. (laughs) Now, I think that Chris should do a little lineup. I mean, George, I know you're very familiar with this. Those posters that you would see when you go into, like, Spencer's, it's just a bunch of girls on motorcycles all lined up with their butts up in the air. I think... How dare you? I would never look at that kind of thing. I know. It's, tra- <laughs> it's too trashy. But, no, I would love to see Chris do a little play on that. Just all of his toys lined up on the shelf of just the backside of his toys. All their little butts hanging out? All their little butts hanging out. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's keep this quick. The next category is, the next award goes to, probably has more adult toys than designer toys. Award goes to, I think this one's obvious, it goes to the Super Suck Lord. (laughs) Uh, The Best Side Eye Award goes to Sad Salesman. (laughs) The Worst Singing Performance goes to... Gary Ham. Me. (laughs) For my rendition of Toys, which is based on the BC Boys Girls, and it was horrendous, but people seem to like it. I still think it's like the bur- the worst best, or the best worst thing. Best of the worst? Best of the I worst. stand by it. it. Okay. It's are- so bad, it's good, and that's why I love it. So the next award is, Psst, come here, let me pretend to whisper in your ear award. 
And it goes to none other than Don Dadadub Kratzer for all those Instagram pictures of him toy whispering in people's ears. I can't, <laughs> I can't go on. I feel like this is such a fail. So many hours went into this. Okay. <laughs> let's wrap it up we got like four to go let's just wrap them up okay the number one cause fan award goes to le fucker of flab slab big fan the most huggable award goes to one of my favorite people seriously silly k yay the biggest yay. cheater at games award goes to george's gal jessica <laughs> <laughs> Heck yes. <laughs> and the last award, most likely to become a future Shriner, it goes to George. Congrats, George. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but that wraps it up. That was the Marsh Shamies of 2017. I don't want to do this again in 2018, so hope you enjoyed them. Let's hope <laughs> these never happen again. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I fucking have so much respect for the designer toy awards, what clutter does. I mean, this was very time extensive and it's very stupid. I this wish... is why they open it up to the public to nominate things. Yes. Yes. And we should <laughs> have done too that. hard to remember everything. It is. It's so hard. And, uh, and I don't think this came across well. I apologize to everyone. So that's it. <laughs> Drop Mike. I'm deflated. There's no, no, you can't drop. You dropped the mic when you did good. This sucked. There's no dropping the. Come on, Gary. <laughs> well, um, if it's really that bad. yourself up over nothing. I think it was it was worthwhile. At least there's a lot. You've mentioned a lot of toys for people to go research. A lot of fun things to look up. Don't Google that first category. <laughs> <laughs> so Gary, mate. So we'll be back next week. This has been the Marshall Toy Hour. <laughs> So defeated. (laughs) Not because we we want to, but (laughs) because uh, we have to. Because we have to. I don't know why we do this. See you next week, everybody. Bye. No, wait. We have to do our outros. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. Why don't each of you take a brief moment and let the listeners know where they can find you? George, go first. Gary Ham. Uh, you could find me at Double G Toys on Instagram, I guess. I don't really post on there all that much. No, you don't. I don't know why we have you on the show. I really don't know why I'm here. Because <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Gary! <laughs> I, hate, I hate all the stuff. I don't like toys. <laughs> what am I doing here? 2018, the year of why are we here. There you go. Let's figure this shit out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I personally love how bad this went, so I think this is a great episode. Next time I, we do something, I'm going to do some research. How about that? Uh, you really no. think it was that bad? Come on. It wasn't that good? Don't worry. I won't do research anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not break that track record, Jordan. You're, you're good. All right, Teresa, where can people find you? Uh, if they want to find me, they can check me out on Instagram. I actually do post. Well, actually, I don't post as much as I, I probably should either, but um, I'm around. Hit me up. Um, my username is tmhawk24. Okay. Um, I'm Gary Ham. You can find me at Gary Ham on Instagram or superham.com. See ya. Bye. Sign Wait. Up. We do this every week because we want to, even though we don't have to. Wait. <laughs> That's not what did you just say? <laughs> I can't remember it because I always just fill in the part after Gary speaks. It's not because we have to. 
but because we want to. Man, how long have I been doing this now and I still don't remember that? This is the worst. The worst. Gary, you best edit that up. All right, take two, everybody. Let's start at the top. <laughs> yeah, George, do you think that that was a big old fail? Could we just not do the Marshamies and just leave it between us three? I don't know how else to do it. I think, George, I had Teresa jump on earlier this week because I, I knew the Marshamies were just going to be awful. And honestly, I thought it should just be like a five-minute segment. We just say it, go through it, get in, get out. I don't know. I don't know if describing anything helped at all. It's so hard to to just read out <laughs> names. Like I know it was, it's ah, it's awful. One year, one year, Clutter asked us to do the nom like to to promote the nominations for the for the awards. Yeah, um, as Toy Break, and it was the worst. <laughs> like uh, it was like a five minute video, but still, it was like oh, like we're just sitting here reading <laughs> names, not know like. No one knows what we're talking about. No one knows who these people are. These names are terrible. The toy <laughs> names are awful. You can't pronounce anything. Like, just reading lists of names is awful. Yeah, I agree. So it's, well, that's it, why, like, it's not our it, fault. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's what we were trying to avoid, George, is like, so like literally we, and I am joking when I say hours, we spent hours on the, the phone. <laughs> prepping for this and not only that was just like us gathering there was also prep before that and gary honestly did a lot of the upfront prep over the break but like i was like i don't want to just sit and have you just read that's not going to be fun so i was like maybe we can make it more fun by like talking about it but like i don't know if that actually helped or not no i think it did i think because like our commentary on some of the stuff was good and i think people will They'll they'll want to look up the things that we're talking about as they're listening. Really? Do you remember the categories? <laughs> I think. I mean, I wanted to see the stuff. I mean, it took hours just to come up with the categories, George. Hours. I think just... you should have kept your making fun of people. Yeah. What were some of the things you dropped? Um. Let's see. What were some of the other ones? Um. I mean. Oh, you guys want to give Jessica the good news that she won a Marshammy? Yeah, hey Jess, you won a Marshammy award. She just oh my walked God. in. Was it the comedian of the year? No, cheater of games <laughs> of the year award. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm going now. <laughs> that sounds like the worst award. Oh, well, you haven't heard the other category, so that one's actually pretty good. What was the other one? Uh, best penis. <laughs> Who won that one? Uh, best Pussy Cat Award. Best... Oh, God, there was cat in that one. <laughs> yeah, best, uh, best, uh, the best badge of 2017. What do you think? <laughs> he said best badge. Badge? But it's V-A-G. It's a toy from Japan. V-A-G? V-A-G? Yeah. That's how you spell badge. Yeah. Anyways. But that's... It's, it's... You're, you're acting like it's spelled differently <laughs> enough to be like... No, it's not Vag. It's Vag. Yeah, it's V-A-G. <laughs> it's still Vag. It is. That's the rub. That's the... <laughs> Don't rub the Vag. We, you know, we were we were ripping on Mighty Jacks for becoming Dirty Birdie. I think the Marsham Toy Hour became Dirty Birdie. It was. Officially... Teresa, early in the thing, you said shit. I was like, holy cow. Like, you're oh, cursing maybe now? It should be the Dirty Birdie Award. Hey, George won an award, too. He won oh, the... what'd you win? He won the most likely to become a future Shriner award. 
<laughs> I like this one. I want a certificate of it so we can frame it at the house. So yeah. Yeah. Do we give certificates? No, you get nothing. Yeah, Gary. Let's 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 print some sweet certificates. I can donate. You need to make like the way that Clutter makes those DTA like emblems for your web for your web page. Yeah, it's not bad. But again, we're not doing this again next year, so. No, but we we could always do something next year where it's like we could it could be a little more. Gary, you're so dead. I can tell you. This is this is the last time Marsham's ever going to try this. We, I, I, mean, I am I'm a bit sure. dejected, Teresa, just because I you know how saying, many. You were so... It was a hell. It was hell of fun to come up with it. I had mm-hmm. a lot of fun concepting it with you had, and coming up with the we, awards, but it was. We should have recorded us our three-hour prep session. That was and us laughing. Yeah, like we probably had more fun goofing around figuring stuff out. Yeah, the brain, if we just recorded the brainstorm session, that was funny. That was really funny. Well, you, know you could fail of the year was the Marshamis. <laughs> Mic drop, Teresa. 